At the third stroke, it will be time for the town hall tapes. Beep. 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 It's not made up, you know. Hello there, this is Town Hall Tapes, your official uh, local government and community issues in, in Greenwich and Lambeth podcast of the 2018 FIFA World Cup. Hey, uh, what, 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 what? <laughs> when is World Cups on? It's on my telly now. Oh, okay, okay, sorry, as you are. Yes. So, <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm Daryl Chamberlain coming to you live from sunny Charlton in South East London. And with me at the other end of his phone line is Jason Cobb. Hello, Jason. How are you? Having a slight panic attack there. I was thinking, what on earth have we signed up to? Have we signed up to all these endorsements? Am I going to sit down and watch uh, the Argentina game later on and all of a sudden see Town Hall Tapes logo being flashed around <laughs> big screens in Russia? Um, I don't know. As I, 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 I kick back with a Budweiser, I, I, I sometimes wonder, but yes. Are we being paid for this? Um, sadly, no. Okay, which is probably a good job when you hear our running order, which please, Daryl is. Uh, so we have a running order this afternoon of um, the missing link for cyclists in uh, in, 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 in Woolwich and Charlton has been plugged along the River Thames. Um, we have a new chief executive at Lambeth Council. Almost. And we have almost. A, almost. And we have a Greenwich councillor with some rather, let's say, interesting domestic arrangements. Yeah, don't you just love, Daryl, this, this absolute ramshackle, rambling nature of Town Hall Tapes? I speak, of course, for myself and not for you. You're being ever professional. I'm the one that's umming and ahhing and butting in and uh, crushing your jokes. So I shall stay <laughs> silent while you tell me all about the missing link in Greenwich. So we do, yes. So for, so one of the lovely things about living in, in, in the lovely borough of Greenwich is that is we have an incredibly long riverfront because we have a large peninsula poking out into the Thames, which uh, helps. And uh, so, yeah, you can cycle, you can walk or cycle as you choose, pretty much all the way from Deptford, all the way through, through Greenwich, around the peninsula, through Charlton, through Woolwich, up into Thamesmead, and then beyond, out into Kent. Beyond? And beyond, yes, there are places beyond. Um, Erith, you never know. But, uh, yes, uh, you, can walk, you, you can follow the Thames. Thames and it's, it's lovely. It's, it's a mm. sanity-saving thing. I may even nip out and go along the Thames shortly myself to save my own sanity. Um, but there was always one big issue with it, which was that the, there's a chunk of it around the Thames barrier that had been closed. You couldn't walk along it. There was a, there's a private industrial estate there, and the owners would never let anyone it so indeed the riverside path stopped to the thames barrier and that was it so you if you walked or cycled particularly cycled you were shunted onto the horrible 806 roads which we've dealt with a a, a few times over the past weeks um to carry on your journey it wasn't particularly pleasant and for years and years and years uh greenwich cyclists their local kind of advocacy organization has battled to have this this missing link plugged and last week it was finally, after years of campaigning and then probably about another year or so of delays and whatever, finally opened. Hurrah! So, yes, so now you can go. And I, I even walked along it last night uh, rather than cycled. You can walk pretty much uninterrupted along the river now through where there are now artists' warehouses um, uh, and, and, and the old Siemens factory next to the Thames Barrier and, and then past the, past the up. Uh, sort of old boatyards, things like that, along the River Thames now. And it's, it's lovely. It's very nice. So that means it's a lot easier for people like me to get to Woolwich by bike rather than have to go by bus. Um, and it's a lot easier if you live in places like Woolwich or Thames to get to North Greenwich Tube Station and not mm. have to squeeze onto a sweaty old bus. So it's a, it's a win-win all round, really. And it's long overdue, but by heavens, it's brilliant. Yeah, so it sounds, Daryl, it's, it's more than just some picturesque 
Riverside Walk Cycleway. So it's actually quite functional, so uh, it can help out commuters. Cost, who's been coughing up for this, please? One and a half million quid. It's pretty much, I think I think it's mainly TFL money. Um, maybe a bit from Greenwich, but I think it's pretty much TFL money. Um, and it's a lot of it's they've had to build ramps. They've had to build a ramp to go over one yard because they couldn't take the land from one yard. And then you've got to go inwards a bit. So there's another ramp there to get you into some of the industrial estate land that's now been opened up. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that, that, that's, that's, you know, that's bits of steel cost one and a half million quid. But um, it's money well spent, I think. I think people will use it. I've been along there. I've seen lots of cyclists, lots of walkers. People are enjoying it. It's a good news story. Yes, yeah, it's, it's good. It's the missing link has been found in Greenwich. This is the Town Hall Tapes. And moving on to ta- in Town Hall Tapes, we have the news of a chi- new chief executive in Lambeth. Uh, Jason, tell me who the new broom is, or maybe not so new broom. Yeah, a name you might recognise, Andrew Travers. Ring any bells? Yeah, just a little bit, yes. Yeah, so Andrew Travers was the chief exec at Barnet Council up until, mm-hmm. up until it would have been, what, May 2016 with the last London mayoral elections. Oh yes, was that the one where things some things went wrong? Yeah, the Guardian officially classifies it as being a fiasco, which sadly led to Ooh. Mr. Travers uh, quitting his job at Barnet because um, 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 piss up in a brewery, elections in the local borough. Sadly, <laughs> yes. he couldn't organise. But he learnt from his lessons, and we had a relatively smooth, no, to be fair, a very very smooth uh, Lambeth Borough Council local elections a few months ago. Uh, Mr. Travers has been the interim. Chief Exec at Lambeth. Uh, mm-hmm. Ever since um, um, Sean Harris, the previous <coughs> Chief Exec, he left his role uh, in October of 2017. He was last seen in the Town Hall in June 2017. The reasons being given officially were for ill health. Uh, and so in came um, Andrew Travis on an interim basis. He seems to have passed past the, 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 the work experience. And so what's happened <laughs> is... Ship. Yeah, the, the, the appointments committee, it met behind closed doors last week. No mm-hmm. public, no press allowed. So there's a little details here I can really give you, which makes for rather a dull tangled yeah. tapes update. What I do know from the very, very redacted papers that have been published is uh, his, his proposed salary, if he's successful, is going to be 185000 a year. Uh, yep. Which is a slight increase on Mr. Harris, who was give, who's paid only one hundred eighty-three thousand. Um, I wonder if a similar rate of inflation is applied to uh, some of the lowest-paid Lambeth workers. I'm not entirely sure. Um, uh, and and so, what happens now? Um, well, there's been a short list of one. So um, Travers was actually headhunted. Lambeth employed an agency to yeah. to try and find a replacement for hmm. for Sean Harris. They haven't disclosed the cost. Uh, as to what they paid the agency, but it seems rather odd that they'd go headhunting and they would give this basically this interview panel a short list of one. And it's like if they don't decide to anoint him, then, <laughs> then where does it leave them? What, uh, what a waste of money that was! Yeah. yeah the, 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 well, so speaking of which, um, the people's audit, the scams, the people's audit. Uh, yes. I've already worked out from the accounts they've been able to see uh, that, that Andrew Travers has been. Um, um, employed by Lambeth via an agency since October and the agency mm. alone has managed to spunk 123 grand out of the council just literally for passing Andrew Travis onto their books. I so, think I might set up as in, in, in business as an agency for council chief executives. Well given that some are so flaky and they're kind of resigning left right and centre you could be onto a bit yeah. of a winner here and you're just really yeah. moving moving various bodies around the monopoly board. all my problems. <laughs> yeah. 
So the process that happens next is, uh, it, it all seems a little bit murky. Um, it's not, I think it's all part of the, 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 the general Lambeth standing orders. And so this behind closed doors, no press, no public appointments committee, if they um, yay or nay, if they have white smoke and they agree to yay, Mr. Travers, then um, cabinet are asked individually one by one, have they any, any objections to the appointment? Um, and mm. given that the Lambeth cabinet is exact mirror image of the progress leader Lib Peck, you'd be um, um, a bit <laughs> foolish to, to raise your hand and say, well, hang on here, actually. Uh, and then finally, it gets passed down to full council. Of course, it's very, very democratic. And uh, they all head nod it through. Uh, so does Brixton Bros send a nice bottle of champagne as a as a welcoming present for Mr. Travers? Um, if the budget can stretch to that, um, I'm, I'm not okay. entirely sure. I'll speak that nice Mike Urban and see if the budget can stretch. Yeah. Um, um, I was in Lidl the other week and I had some very, very uh, um, budget range um, cider, which might, might, hey. might, might be appropriate. Um, but in, um, in all sincerity, we, we wish him well. Um, the job is his to take. Uh, I imagine it will be officially anointed uh, after the summer holidays, no doubt. Um, and as ever, it's that delicate balance. And so who really is in control um, in Lambeth Town Hall? So is it the progress leader, Lib Peck, all powerful, two huge thumping mandates at the ballot box? Uh, and is she pulling the strings and telling her chief exec what to do, which might have been one of the reasons why Sean Harris walked? Or is the chief exec actually reining in some of the more, um, more, more ambitious sides of the politicians? This is the Town Hall Tapes. And finally, on this edition of Town Hall Tapes, I have to read from the script here because Darrell has been very good on his legal matters and I'm not going to stray from the party line. So, Darrell, please can you tell me all about the Labour councillor who appears not to have been entirely transparent with her living arrangements? Was that all right? Oh, you give me all the best songs to sing, Jason. <laughs> um, right, so um, we did sort of refer to this um, obliquely um, in the last edition of Town Hall Tapes. Um, well, some digging, more digging was done and um, and came up with it. Um, Tonya Ashikodi, uh, a councillor for the Glyndon Wall, which is pretty much Plumstead um, in, in, in Greenwich Borough, um, she um, stood for election again uh, in May and was, was and received a thumping share of the votes and won and put down her house as being a, her home as being a council flat on the uh, the Glyndon Estate in Plumstead. However, when she stood for election, it turns out she also was named as the legal owner of another property within the borough, a house in Thamesmead. Um, now, this wasn't declared in her register of interests, um, and obviously we have an issue here of someone who has a council home also appearing to have a private property in their own name. Mm. Um, now, there, there may well be uh, straightforward explanations for this. Um, I mean, this declare, I mean, not declaring some of this stuff is, you know, on your register of beneficial interest, and if you go and vote on council tax or whatever, can actually lead to very serious consequences. Um, However, I'm not really, sort of really going to go down that line. But I think it's, 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 it's the look of having a, a council home while being registered as the owner of a private home. Uh, does look very odd. Um, and just after the council election, it was switched to her father. Um, some rumours have been going around the council just after the election about this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so the timing looks interesting, to say the least. And... It would be quite nice to say that someone turned around at, say, Greenwich Council and said, 
well, actually, we had this all sort of investigated, and it's all fine. Where there's a perfectly good explanation for it, and the explanation is this. And has there been that that uh, line? Of course not. Uh, um, oh. So Greenwich Council's assistant. I mean, I dug this 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 out, asked around, got some evidence, um, dug it all out, and um, dropped a note to Greenwich Council's press office inquiring about the situation, and received a kind of odd response from Greenwich's um, assistant chief executive, a woman called Katrina Delaney. Um, £170,000 a year, if you're wondering. Um, <laughs> basically treating it as a personal complaint. I say, well, if you have any, you know, you should, you know, make a complaint to the council if you believe a councillor is up to no good. Well, this is the media inquiry. So it's instantly seems to be an attempt to turn it about me rather than what this councillor is doing. Yeah. Um, the councillor herself very politely uh, has, has declined to comment. Um, and that's it. I mean, the story's done massive business in the site there's a clear lot of anger the conservative party uh, on the council of you know had a lot of ammunition shoved their way shall we say labor party completely gone to ground on it we we don't know what's happening with it um and so there it stands um i've had a weekend of having social media accounts uh under uh, under um, anonymous names uh, with very few followers shoveling abuse in my direction Right. And all kinds of things. So it's not the the consequences so far for me haven't been particularly pleasant. But uh, as far as the consequences for Tony Ashkodi, heaven knows. Um, that's the state of play at the moment. It's 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 a story that's probably going to run for a bit. Um, there's a council meeting in Greenwich tomorrow night, and and I imagine the subject will be raised then, and we'll see what happens then. I expect Greenwich will say will still say, well, we've not had a complaint, so we can't do anything. Um, in which case we'll have to see what happens from there. But um, so far there's yeah, a, a, an irregularity, shall we say, in, in her living arrangements and no satisfactory answers. And um, frankly, I think we deserve a bit better than that. Hmm. Um, so, Gail, so if people want to find out more about this story and uh, your, your other uh, Greenwich news offerings, uh, where can they find you online? They can find me at 853london.com and they can find me on Twitter at Daryl1974. Uh, they can find me, Jason. I'm blogging at brixtonbuzz.com on Twitter, Jason underscore Cobb. Um, thanks for listening to Town Hall Tapes. Uh, please do share. You can find us in the iTunes store. We're on Acast, and I get emailed by Anchor every week saying we're all over the bloody internet and I can't listen hey. to various places. Rate, review, subscribe. I'm told it does help. Daryl, thank you. Cheerio. <laughs>